Welcome to Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jay Care, founder of LaunchPeer, and today we're going to be talking about validating your idea again. So we had another episode earlier this week where we talked about that, but guys, this is really important. The reason I take the questions about validating your idea so much, I'd say the two questions that we get asked the most are about funding, fundraising, and about validating your idea. And I'm glad because that means you guys have a good perspective of like, I don't want to do anything else until my idea is validated. That's great. And that's the right way to do it. Okay. In our idea to funded program, like I'd say, even though it's five pillars, like 30 to 40% of the content is in that first phase, which is all about like making sure your idea is rock solid. Cause if that's not, if that doesn't happen, nothing else matters. Okay. We're not going to have our customers waste their time on building an MVP and getting traction and going out and pitching investors when their idea is not even something people want, <clears throat> or they're just not sure it's something people want. Okay. There's 90% of startups fail. I'd say like five of the 10 biggest reasons they fail is because they didn't do the validation process appropriately. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about validating your idea again in a very specific situation where Christopher from the UK has people signing up. Okay. But we're going to talk about what they're signing up for and see if that's enough to know whether or not your startup idea is validated. Today's question comes from Christopher in the UK. He writes in, I have a product that I want to import and sell in my country. To validate the product and to test whether it would sell, I set up a launch page with an email signup option. I paid $20 in Google AdWords a day and I did this for a week. Over the week, I had 57 click-throughs to my website and had 22 people sign up with their email. My question is, how do I know when I validated my product? Are 22 signups enough to have validated the product? Are 22 signups nothing and I should be looking at 100 signups to even consider launching the business? Hey, Christopher, thanks for your question. So just to rehash really quick what those numbers are, you've paid $20 in Google AdWords a day. Okay, I did, you did this for a week. Over the week, 57 click-throughs to your website and 22 people signed up with their email. Okay, my question is, how do I know when I validated my product? Are 22 signups enough? Okay, so let's talk about what sign up means. Okay, because it, it says that you haven't launched the business yet. So I'm guessing what you mean by sign up is they've signed up for your pre-launch email list. Okay. Now, that's not a tactic that we like to rely on at LaunchPeer. It, it was something we used to tell our customers that was a good thing to do, but we found after working with so many startups, like that's not the best tactic to do it. And I talked about this in a couple episodes of like the hierarchy of what you should do to validate your startup. The first one is taking someone's money. Obviously, if somebody gives you money for something that doesn't exist, like Kickstarter, Indiegogo, whatever, that's ideal. But for most of you building tech startups, that's hard to do. The second one is faking the sale. Okay. And if you want to learn about that process, go to launchpeer.com slash validate, V-A-L-I-D-A-T-E. And it's that free training where I walk you guys through what that means. But it's basically like pretending to take someone's money or pretending to have them sign up for your app that's not existent yet. Okay. Now, this, the third option is like the third level on the hierarchies of validating your idea is having conversations and having people sign letters of intent. Okay. This is usually used by B2B startups where you're going to businesses and saying, look, the product's not done yet, but this is all the features it's going to have. This is what's going to do for you. It's going to be X number of dollars a month or X number of dollars a year. But if you sign this letter of intent, I'll go ahead and give it to you free for three months so you can try it out. And just having people sign letters of intent, actual signatures on the line, not like handshake deals or something. Now, number four is pre-launch email signups. Okay. And the reason I don't like pre-launch email signups is because you don't know if these people are actually interested in your product. Those people entering their email on your email list from Google AdWords could be competitors. Half of them could be competitors. Like, I don't know who these people are. You don't know who these people are. 
You don't know if they're actually going to sign up and use your product or not. Typically, what I've found with pre-launch email lists, I've seen people collect pre-launch email lists of like 5,000. And then when they finally launch it, they get like less than 2% of the people to actually come back and opt in and sign up for it. You know, and some of the reason might be that the person was never interested in the product in the first place. Some of the reason could be like, they're just not they're not in the mood to do it, to use it now. Like maybe they thought about it before, but now they're like, I don't even remember this thing. Like I'm not going to do it. You know, but like relying on a pre-launch email list isn't the greatest thing to do. Plus it takes too much time. Like for, for a pre-launch email list to work, 22 is definitely not enough. Hey, you're going to probably want at least a few hundred, if not a thousand. Okay. But if you go through the steps that we teach at launchpeer.com slash validate with the faking the sale, and let's say you use that method in this situation, which would have meant you setting up a landing page or a website that made it look like your product was live. Okay. Like on the homepage, you're like, sign up now, register now. These are the features that you get with it or whatever. This is the problem that we're solving. You know, have a sign up now button or register now or create your account now. And if people had clicked on that button to sign up now and then gotten sent to a thank you page, you're not taking their money or anything. Like you're not selling them anything. You just send them to a thank you page and say, Hey, you know, sorry, like you caught us early. Like we're not really ready yet, but we'll let you know when we are, if you want to leave your email address here. And I don't care about the people who leave their email address on that page, that thank you page. I care about the people who clicked on the register now button and went to the thank you page. That's what I care about. Okay. And that's what we teach in that validation, like mini course. Okay, which is at launchpeer.com slash validate is doing that method and what you need in order to do that method. Now, let's say you use that method for this tactic or, or like for these numbers. So instead of having a pre-launch email page, you spent $20 in Google AdWords a day for a week. And let's just say it's five business days. Okay. So let me pull up my calculator here. So, you know, for five days, so you spent a uh, hundred bucks, right? So you spent a hundred bucks and had 57 people click through to your website. Okay. And then you had 22 people sign up. So right there, let's say you were using our method to do this instead of having a pre-launch email sign up. You had 57 people come and 22 people leave their email address. Like that is a conversion rate of, what is that? 38%. And for our customers, when they go through this validation process that we teach, we want them to have a conversion rate of at least 20%. So you're killing it right there. If you were using this method, right? Like all this goes out the window because you were using pre-launch email signups. That's totally different. I still say a 40% conversion rate is really good, but you know, in terms of like the process that we teach, we want at least a 20% conversion rate. A 40% conversion rate is great. The other thing that we're measuring to make sure that it's valid validated is what your cost per conversion is. And so for you, you spent $100 on AdWords and you got 22 people signed up. So you were spending about $4.50 per person to sign up. Now, the nice thing about using the method that we teach is that you will know these numbers in reality. Let's say you had a page, let's say you went through our process and you put up a page on your website that made it look like your product was live, it had a register now button or sign up now button, and somebody clicked on that button and you were tracking how many people clicked on that button to actually sign up, but they couldn't really sign up, right? And let's say you got 20 people to, let's just use this example, 22 people to do that, okay? And you're spending $4.50 per person. Well, what that does is it gives you so much data because this gives you your benchmarks for everything that you do past this point. Okay. You're able to know right now without having product screenshots on your website, without having probably a built out FAQ page, without having a blog, without having a bunch of other stuff on your website, just a single page landing page that you would spend $4.50 to get someone to become a customer. That number is probably going to get better once you add those other things to your website and once your product's actually live. But at least you know as a baseline, I'm spending $4.50 to acquire a new user. So now you know when you do build your product, well, I should probably try to make my product at least $5 a month, right? 
Like that just makes sense, doesn't it? Because now I know if I make it at least $5 a month, I am making money off that person right away. Right now, I'm making 50 cents off of every person who converts or make it $10 a month or 15 or 20 or 30 or whatever it is that you want to make it. Like you know that that's how much it's going to cost you to acquire a new user. And so when you start making decisions on how much your product should cost, what your conversion rate might be, when you start putting your financials together for an investor, you don't have to guess to be like, well, we think our conversion rate is going to be 10%. Like, no, I know that baseline, our conversion rate will be at least, and if we use this example, it'll be at least 38% and we'll be spending $4.50 to acquire a new customer. And so if we get this funding, we're going to be putting it into the business, building the full product and doing marketing, the same marketing we did to get those people to fake the sale, right? You know, And for that, we're spending $4.50. We expect that to go down substantially once we have a full website built out and a full product built out and all that stuff. But even if we just stayed at the $4.50 mark, we're going to be charging $10 a month for our product, which means right off the bat, we're, we have a 50% profit margin. I know it's not... The math doesn't work out exactly that because you have to factor in other costs, but... Basically, you guys understand what I'm saying, right? That's why we like using the faking the sale method. It's awesome, okay? We just had two customers who are in idea to funded this last week, validate their idea. They got like 50 people signed up and they're spending like a dollar or less on every conversion. So they know now that when they launch, let's say that they weren't charging for it. Like they're not gonna charge for their first version of their app and they're getting these people to sign up for something that's free and they're spending a dollar to acquire a customer through paid acquisition, okay? If they're spending a dollar to do it, they can go to an investor and say, look, I'm spending right now without it being live yet, a dollar per user to sign up for my platform. If you give me $150,000 in investment, I know that $50,000 of that's going to go to product development. And I want to put $80,000 of that into you know the same channels we were using to acquire customers before. And I'm expecting even if we hit a dollar per conversion, which it's probably going to be less once your product's live. But even if we did that, that's you're going to be able to get me $80,000 with that money. And the investor can see that. They know that. There are no assumptions anymore. Like it's 100% foolproof, fact-based marketing. Okay? And investors love stuff like that. And you should love stuff like that too. You will know after doing using this method that I know how much I should be charging for my products at a baseline. I know that if I'm not charging for my product, how much it would acquire, how much it would cost to acquire a customer at the most. I know that people want what I'm buying or what I'm going to be selling because they think that they're signing up for it right now when they're really not. Okay, like it's a great strategy to go out and try to get your first, you know, to try to get your startup validated. So if you're interested in going through this process, Go to launchpeer.com slash validate. It'll direct you to the course that we have and it'll teach you all about how this method works. Okay. And I promise you it works. It's worked for every startup that we've worked with in the technology space. If you're building a web or mobile application, doesn't matter. It can work for you. And it's a great method. And we break the whole thing down in that training for you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Launch Chat. If you haven't already, we'd really appreciate a rating or review on iTunes. It helps us spread the word about the podcast. And the more people who listen to it, the more questions that we'll get to be able to help you grow your startup. And also, if you haven't already, go sign up for Launch Club, which is our free Facebook group. And you can find it at launchpeer.club. Launch Peer.